Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
it's not really translating very well. So you know what, Brooke, I think that there's like, there's a couple ways now when you post, and I think what Kelsey's referring to is when you post a reels on Instagram, you have the option to allow Facebook to then post it as a reels. So I think that's what a lot of people are doing. But then there's also actually a reels app within Facebook, which I think most people have now, but there's still like a handful of people that don't have. Um, so I'm finding that to be a completely different experience. So if I have an Instagram Reels and I say, yes, share it to Facebook, and I allow that, then it does about the same as my Reels does, which is not really all that much, you know, like not, nothing compared to my TikToks. But I've been adding my TikToks directly to Facebook Reels. So that's different, at adding it directly within the Facebook Reels app. And I've, I'm getting ridiculous, crazy views there. What I'm seeing that is, and I'm talking like hundreds of thousands for, for a few of my videos. And what I'm really noticing, yes, it's a different audience. It's the Facebook audience. And there's a lot of people that, that have never, like that clearly have not been on TikTok. So like, for example, one of the videos that I've done that has like 600,000 views, it's a, it's a trend, it's a dance where I add in, you know, my own TikTok tips kind of thing. Um, and there was like one woman who said, you're just copying everybody else. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what we do here. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the culture of TikTok. Like copying means you're doing a trend, right? So, uh, so people on Facebook who are new to this whole style are not really grasping that. So I'm noticing that. And I'm also noticing a much older uh, male demographic commenting things that I've never like ever seen anything like you know you think the TikTok comments can be uh interesting I'm seeing things like hearing things I've never heard from some of the uh, older gentlemen on Facebook so that's been an interesting thing that has been a huge difference that sounds fun yeah <laughs> that's real fun it's just strange because it shows up like you know like Brooks said like our Facebook is like our, our home, you know, like for me, my Facebook is my family and my friends, people that I actually know. So to see all these like random comments on just like what, what would have been just a regular Facebook post, but it's clear, like what I'm saying is they, these videos are getting pushed out to way beyond these are, this is not my audience. This is like just who Facebook is showing it to much like TikTok does. So it seems like they've got something going on with the algorithm. They're pushing stuff out to like mass amounts of people, which I also think is a great opportunity because if you are adding reels directly to Facebook, then uh, there is a good chance that they're going to get pushed out. Yeah, Sue. So I, I definitely knew that that was going to be the case because, you know, we always know that um, the, anytime that there's a new feature on any of these apps that they are going to push organic reach on whatever content is uploaded solely for the purpose of needing to populate the feature, right? There's only so much content in, within that aspect. They can only push it out so far. So, um, or they can push it out to as many people. So I, I definitely found it interesting um, that we are now able to push to Facebook. Uh, I'm doing some tests myself and I'll keep everybody updated whether it makes a difference if I'm pushing my, when I'm uploading the reels, if I push it directly from there, or if I inherently upload on to reels within Facebook. So I'm doing some, some testing to see if there's a difference in that and definitely will let everybody know. But uh, I for sure saw some, some 
different organic reach. And I think that anybody who has something to teach, right? If you have a course or you um, just have really informative posts to put out, I think that is probably uh, a place where you can utilize some of this organic reach because like you said, Sue, the, there is more of a skewed older demographic on Facebook. So if you are, if you can teach them how to use certain things, products, services, or even apps, you know, in general, there is a very good chance that you can grab uh, some market share there. So really super information. Uh, thanks for that little bit of insight. But with that being said, let's kick this off with the amazing, the talented, the brilliant Miss Sue Zimmerman. Thank you, Kelsey, and welcome to the social media show. Woo -woo. My name is Sue Zimmerman. And yeah, for the next couple hours, we're going to talk about short video. Uh, I'll be hosting for a bit. Tom Challen will be here for a bit. Uh, but really, it's all about you. We've got a really great crowd here today. Uh, in the room listening and of course those who are listening on the podcast we're going to give you all of the info you need to know about short video and all of the short video platforms so of course TikTok was the one that really had the big success first now I'm not saying they're the first one that ever came up with this idea of doing short form vertical video but they're certainly the platform that really took off so that's the one that all of the others now seem to be modeling so we've got Instagram Reels YouTube Shorts Snapchat Spotlight, Pinterest, Idea Pins, and now Facebook Reels, which is almost, you know, it's almost an oxymoron <laughs> in a way because TikTok is like so different than what Facebook always has been. But of course, everybody's got to jump on uh, a style of content creation when somebody else does it, just like stories. You know, stories I think started on Snapchat uh, and now stories are so huge on Instagram, stories are over on uh, Facebook and Pinterest and and uh, TikTok has has recently added stories as well. So so you know that any style of content creation, all of the apps are going to want a piece of it. So I find it very interesting to really keep an eye on what's happening on all of the different platforms. And what I want to do today, uh, the last couple uh, sessions that I did, I was interviewing people. And so today I wanted to keep it a lot more uh, casual, and I want to open up. Uh, for people to come up if, if other mods are here and can bring people up to ask questions, that would be great. I see we've got a rock star lineup of people here, lots of them I know uh, doing short video like Brooke and Haley and Tom. And so, uh, and we've got, and Heather is here. I know Heather does lots of Instagram reels. So uh, we've got lots of people who here who can share. And Teddy Wang is here and Teddy Wang is a rock star TikToker. So I would love to open this up today and not be the one talking uh, most of the time and just really open up the conversation for those who would like to share. So uh, I, I love what uh, we were talking about even before we officially started today, and that was um, Facebook Reels. Kelsey brought that up, and it's a, a great conversation because it's like it's this whole new world and definitely a different audience on Facebook than TikTok, even for the Reels. What I'm seeing happening is that people are being shown these short videos that really may have never seen them before because I think that there's a lot of people on Facebook that never even made it over to Instagram and now they're seeing these videos and it's just it's a brand new thing to them so there's a lot you can do with reels on that platform like way back to the basics like even the most simple videos are doing extremely well uh, on Facebook reels and it's just a it's a huge opening right now because there's just not a lot of 
people adding their reels specifically to Facebook. So I want to keep that conversation going. Uh, is there anybody here that would like to share their experience so far with short video? Ravneet. I Hi, see you. Sue. Hi, Ravneet. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much. Yeah, actually, I just wanted to build off of what you were talking about earlier about um, uh, sharing via um, Instagram itself, where you can push it out via Instagram versus uploading directly to Facebook. I actually notice uh, better success by directly uploading to Facebook. So for some reason, when I was pushing it out via Instagram, I didn't even see a reel uh, populate on, onto my page. So I just have been doing it manually. And I don't know if this is helpful for anyone else in the room. I only have the feature. I only have the reel feature on my phone. Like it's not on my, it's not on my uh, iPad. It's not on my computer. I, it's only on my, my phone. I have an iPhone 12. So I, th I just thought that was really interesting. So if I want to share the reel, normally I edit them on my iPad and just upload there, but I have to like airdrop it to my phone and then upload from there. But uh, reach wise, definitely. Like I, I noticed that I, um, I normally only get like a couple hundred views every week, but uh, after I posted my first reel, I got 4,000 page visits. So definitely I see some success. And I think that's kind of how um, Kelsey was talking about, you know, when they first start a new feature, they're going to try to push out that content. So I just wanted to build off of that conversation um, and I'm complete. Thank you. Awesome. I love it. Thank you, Ravneet. Yeah, excellent. And that's definitely what I'm seeing too. It's just this this wide open space now. If you can upload directly to Facebook, Facebook's like, oh, thank you. Thank you for giving us some some content here. We want it right now. It's like, please give it to us, right? And uh, and yeah, like I'm seeing ridiculous views on some of mine, like 640,000 on uh, one that I had posted on TikTok that got you know a few thousand views. So it's definitely worth trying. And if you're creating that content anyway, then you know why not put it on as many platforms as you can. Any other thoughts on Facebook Reels, Instagram hey, Sue, Reels? It's Heather down here. Hi. Hi, Heather. Um, hi. So I just wanted to say I am doing both. So I'll upload a specific Reel over on Instagram, and I have allowed it to go from my Instagram to the Facebook feed where it's kind of cross-pollinating. And I had somebody comment the other day on my reel saying, hey, saw your reel scrolling through Facebook. Um, you know, like it's awesome to see or whatever that they said. Um, so I'm doing that, but then I'm being really particular on what reels I'm sharing on my Facebook page for my business. So I kind of let like Facebook choose what they want to push out on that front from Instagram to Facebook, but then I'm being really deliberate on what reels I'm sharing to my Facebook page because there is a different demographic over there. So I'm trying to be really intentional with like the how to's and the five tips and kind of keeping my more, I don't know, controversial, risque, whatever you want to call it over on TikTok and then being still being super intentional of what videos to even share on Instagram to have them pushed out to Facebook, because again, um, you know, like Kelsey said, everybody, there's a different audience on each platform. So I just wanted to say that too. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Heather. Yeah, I've, I'm loving some of your reels. I love seeing, it's so great when we see the people here on Clubhouse and all we see, you know, we hear voices, of course, and we see uh, profile photos, but then I love like the reels and the TikToks. It just makes everybody come to life, you know, and in such a short time. So you're doing a great job, Heather. Anybody else here who uh, would like to share their experiences with 
Facebook and Instagram reels. I'll, I'll share this real quick, Hi, Sue. Tom. Oh yeah. Hi, Tom. Go for it. Hey, good morning. Just so when my, we automatically uh, for a while there had to go from Instagram automatically to Facebook as well. And for my wife, it seemed like it worked really well, but for me, it suppressed the views significantly when I put on Facebook. But when I post directly to Facebook uh, stories, it did really well. So I don't know if it was just some weird setting. I could never figure it out. This is months ago. So maybe I should retry it because it'd be a lot simpler just to let it fly from Instagram over to Facebook. And if, if that, I don't know if you know, if I don't know if you can share maybe why or what your thoughts might be on that, but I don't think I have it linked automatically right now. So actually to clarify, Tom, what you're talking about is stories versus reels. So you can, yeah. So Facebook reels is so new. Um, I, I was kind of fortunate in Canada, which never happens. I actually got something first, but I got Facebook reels months ago and it's just been rolled out. And, and like, uh, Ravneet was saying, actually, that was a really good point. Ravneet, I've noticed that too, where with a new, uh, even a new portion of an app, you can find that even if you're updated, you'll find that you've got it on one device and not another. I have TikTok stories on my iPhone 11, but not my iPhone 12. So if you don't have Facebook reels, that's a, a really good point is to just check your other devices because you might not. But Tom, what you're referring to is with the stories because Instagram does the same thing with their stories. If you post a story on Instagram, it's then gonna ask you if you want to automatically post it to Facebook. Uh, and what so what it's doing now, which is new, is that if you post a, a reels to Instagram, it's gonna say, will you allow us to also post this on Facebook? Okay, good. So it's and actually the you, videos, yeah. I'm going to start that today because I do have reels on Facebook. I see that. I don't think I have posted it yet. So I'm going to... Do you see it? Oh, good. Because so the general consent so far from the few of us that have been testing both, it definitely seems like you're, you'll get more traction with going directly to Facebook. So give, but try them both and let us know. Oh, I'm interested to see. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, it's been fun. Hi, Christy. Hey, winner. <laughs> yeah, it's been a good time. Um, I posted my first couple reels too, and I'm going to do some more today. So I'm excited on Facebook, um, from Facebook, because you told me that's what you did. And so I'm doing what Sue does. Everyone do what Sue does. Woo woo. I love hey, it. Sue, can I, I ask just... a question? Oh, yeah, for sure. Who was that? Is that it's Joanne? Jo it's Joanne. Joanne. Yeah, and I actually have to hop off to host my daily smile room in like four minutes. But I just. So um, I, I noticed that that new feature, Sue's coming up when I'm doing the reels, it's saying, do you want to um, share on Facebook? So if I just click on that, it will then share it to Facebook. But my question is, if I have a business page on Facebook, is it going to go to that business page or just going to go to all my followers on Facebook? How, how, can you just tell me how that works? So, yeah, that's a great question. And that's um, also something that's different typically with the stories. If it, if it asks you to share on stories, it's going to share it out to your Facebook page. But with the reels, it's going to share it out to your profile. But what a little bit different than what you asked, uh, Joanne, is that it doesn't really just show it to your your followers on Facebook. It shows it to mass amounts of people on Facebook. Like that's what's different is that, uh, you know, I've only got 1,200 friends on Facebook. I keep my, my Facebook very, you know, small and intimate, really. But my my reels that are get that I'm posting directly onto Facebook are not at all just going to my friends. 
they're going way beyond that. Oh, great. Thanks, Sue. I'm just, I'm going to try yeah. it because I haven't, and um, that's a really, thank you for letting me know that because I've, can that, does that mean then that I can repurp, can I like, because I've had four of my reels go viral, can I put those ones and shoot them to Facebook or can I not do that? Yeah, you can. So, Facebook Reels, when you open up the Reels portion of the Facebook, of it, right inside Facebook, you can yeah. either upload it, you can upload a video, so you can upload a Reels that you've done before, or you can create it within the app. I oh, haven't created okay. any within the app yet, so all you, all you need to do is take the ones that you've already done. And I've gone back, I mean, you can go back into older ones too, right? Those haven't ever been on Facebook before, right, so it's right. a whole oh. new audience, right? Oh my gosh, I'm and, so excited, this is great. <laughs> well, I find it so interesting, you know, and I'm not saying these numbers to boast whatsoever. I'm actually kind of shocked at the fact that I've gotten two, like two million views of my videos, about a handful of videos that I posted directly to Facebook Reels. And I just, I've just never been able to reach two million people in a week on Facebook. Ever since I've been on Facebook, that's never happened. Right. And I've never, you know, I've never known of a way to make that happen, right? It's always been about the people that are specifically following you um, or, you know, or they've liked your page, that kind of thing. So now it's just, I, yeah, it's like this whole new portion of the algorithm, I guess. And it's going out to mass amounts of people on Facebook. Uh, well, thanks so much, Sue. I'm so glad I hopped in here. I'm sorry I got to go to host my room, but I just want to say, Thank you so much. And is this like, I didn't, I just noticed, is this like new format? Because I just saw this in my hallway where it's got, this reminds me of the old social media show where we have all, ah, or, or, yeah, we're, te you know, we're testing out different things. So for yeah, while, well, I, we were... I really just want to give some feedback. I really like this because I saw it immediately, you know, like I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get in there because I remember this from the social media days. So I just want to say, I love this. I love that you're doing it very specific with the headline short form video strategy tips. So thank you. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to be coming back because I always love these social media shows. So in this portion, so I didn't know what time it was and things like that. But unfortunately, it sort of coincides with my daily smile. But I'll try to hop back in here and hopefully you'll still be going. Um, well, you can't not give your daily smiles. So go do it. Joanne. I know. Thank and you thank so much you. for being here. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks Nate and by. Sue and Tom. Good to see you and Christy and everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. And thank you for the wonderful feedback too. It's great to hear that. You know, we're always open to to feedback. So, uh, well, yeah, thanks, I Joanne. saw this right it's in the hallway, and I thought, woohoo! So I'm I, I love this show, and you know, Nate knows how much I love going to support the social media show. So, um, in your segment, so thanks so much, Sue. I'm gonna hop off. Bye, Nate. Bye, Tom. Bye, everyone. Bye, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Joanne. Thank you. Awesome. So this is the social media show. Today we're talking about short form video strategies and tips sharing all of our ideas and uh, today I'm, I'm doing a, a real open format. I would love to hear from as many people as possible today. So just give me a mic flash if you are here on stage and would like to ask a question or share. Okay, I see Pris Priscilla and Gurmeet, so we'll go in that order. Let's go to you, Priscilla. Hi, good morning. Um, so I noticed, um, so I've been, let me back up. We're farmers. My husband and I, we farm out here in Ohio. Um, and uh, we are in charge of the county line farms. And I started doing TikTok um, because I really liked how the algorithm worked. Um, and then we have an Instagram. And I started doing reels. And I definitely noticed there was a big change between the TikTok videos I was posting 
um, the feedback on that, the people that liked it, the comments versus Instagram, it just seemed to, even though it seemed like the people that would be more interested in our content was more on Instagram, we got more views on TikTok and it just kind of was interesting to see that. Um, and I saw somebody also had given a tip that uh, depending on the color of your like video on TikTok, it, it attracts a certain amount of people. So like red attracts more of the male people, whatever population. And I tried it. And one of my most viewed videos has more like, well, we I was driving the red tractor and I had a red shirt on um, and it has gotten the most views of all of our videos. So I... I'm curious. I want to keep trying it to see if that's like an actual thing or it was just like a fluke. Um, do you have any tips on how to maybe reach out better to the Instagram population? So I'll touch on the, the whole color thing uh, for a sec, but I'll definitely open it up because Instagram is not my main thing. Although I, you know, I'm certainly testing a lot of things over there, but uh, I, I think a lot of people see what you're seeing and that they get more views on TikTok than they do on Instagram. I think that's a very common thing. Uh, what I'm seeing most for people that do really well with reels, it seems to be those that have a much bigger following which is kind of different than TikTok, where if you're on TikTok and you have zero followers, you could still have a video that is seen by millions of people. I don't know that that your chances of doing that on Instagram are, are the same. So it doesn't seem like it to me. I haven't seen it in quite that same way. Uh, I have never heard that uh, that more men are going to watch the video if there's red in it. That's um, but you know, color is is certainly it affects our brains. It's all it's all you know the psychology of it all. It's certainly possible. One thing I can say for sure is that when you have a video like that and, you know, your best one, like you said, the one that's done the most, you definitely want to study it. And you do want to look at uh, the color, uh, your hair, your, your clothing, the background, all of those things. Um, I, you know, I noticed for a long time um, in the beginning when I was doing TikToks that my best videos, I was wearing like green. <laughs> I was wearing a green sweater and, you know, a few videos and those ones did really well. And, and so I, I started wearing green more, you know, because it just seemed to be working, but I it's specifically broken down like that male, female, I'm not so sure. I can't speak to that personally. Um, and then I'd love to open up for anybody here who would like to give some tips on Instagram reels for Priscilla, like specifically for reels. Okay. Um, one thing I can suggest is to be, you know, very consistent, right? So if you're, if you're consistent on TikTok, that's how you can really build up a, a really great following. I would imagine the same thing happens over on Instagram. Um, so I just, you know, I, I don't know necessarily different things that you can try for the different platforms. I don't, to me, Instagram reels is pretty much Instagram's version of TikTok. So as far as strategies go, it seems what happens on Instagram reels is just kind of what was happening on TikTok a couple months ago, right? So Instagram, I don't see trends starting on Instagram reels. I see the trends starting on TikTok and then transferring over. Um, but yeah, I definitely open up to anybody else who, who has some thoughts on that. Jesse? Yeah. Hey, how's it going, Sue? Oh, awesome. Really? Welcome. Oh, hey, Tom. Um, well, we'll go to, we'll go to Jesse and then Tom. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Um, so yeah, I would always suggest cross promoting as much as humanly possible, right? Because 
you may have built an audience over time and they may not be checking out your reels yet, especially if you're new to reels. So Instagram is like a giant ecosystem. They've got stories, they've got in-feed video that are now combined with IGTV. So it's called Instagram videos, super creative name, right? <laughs> um, and so if you've got people there, um, I would just always cross promote and give them like a little teaser in your stories or give them a little teaser in your feed if they're used to that. Um, definitely put a snippet of a reel in your feed. Um, that's really helpful. Um, and of course, if you're on other platforms as well, um, don't give away the whole thing or else why would they go check out your reel? But give them the first few seconds, give them the initial prompt, that hook that everybody talks about um, and cross promote because I don't know, I'm one for like, why are we going to reinvent the wheel? Like you have people um, who are who are your audience, who are already engaged. Let's get them more engaged because um, my background is all in influencer marketing. And if we're, you know, talking ever about brands and what they're looking for in order to partner with you, it is less about the overall follower count. And it's all about the engagement of your audience. Um, that's why micro and nano influencers can have a completely legitimate, lucrative career working with brands. Um, so cross-promoting, that's my that's my suggestion. Thanks, guys. Oh, I love it, Jesse. Those are some awesome tips. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And just to add to that, because um, I thought of it as you were talking, Jesse, um, what I noticed, Priscilla, a lot of people doing on TikTok is say if it's a recipe video or a cooking video and they'll show it all and they'll say go to my Instagram for the full recipe. So that's something you could do. You could have a call to action at the end of your TikTok that says go to our Instagram, uh, you know, where we really break down in more detail how to do, you know, what we just saw, that kind of thing. Uh, but that yeah, great stuff. Yes. yes, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Priscilla. And so let's go to, uh, oh, oh, sorry, Tom, I actually, did you want to pipe in on that, Tom? Are you still there? Well, I don't know. I was just talking about the color thing. I just noticed yeah, that on TikTok specifically, when I'm in my birthday suit, I, I, I tend to get more views. <laughs> it's <laughs> you know why? I mean, yeah, you, well, we, it's too early uh, for this uh, time. It's love, too early for this time. I love, I love pink. Personally. I'm working on my dad bod, but it's, yeah. <laughs> you may soon turn the color red. <laughs> How do you work yeah, on a dad bod? How do you work on that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have a dad bod. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It takes no work. That's how it happens, right? I love it, Tom. That's good. So I'll be uh, I'll keep, be keeping a closer eye for your uh, for your costumes. All right. And so over to you, Gurmeet. And then I'd love to talk to uh, Teddy Wang, who's got like a billion followers on TikTok. So Gurmeet, hello. Hello, Sue. Great room. Thank you for all the information. That's great. And uh, um, I just wanted to bring up another point um, that I've noticed. Um, so Instagram has rolled out a feature called as collab. I think it's called collab. Um, and they've only rolled this out in UK and India, and I think one more other country. And what this feature that I've noticed that it does is when you post a reel and you want to tag somebody, um, with it and if that person accepts your tag then your reel gets posted as a common collaborative reel on both the people who are you know the person who created and the person who was tagged it it's like a common 
real. So all the comments, views, and everything is shared between the two people. Uh, and it shows on both of their pages. So I wonder if anybody else has experienced this and if anybody heard about this before. Thank you. I'm going cool. to complete. That, Gurmeet, that's a, that's a great scoop. I have not heard of that. And that sounds pretty amazing. I'm curious, Does do both people have to have that um, that option? Do you know? Like if you've got that collab option, can you take me and then we would both have that video or do we both have to have that option, do you think? Um, I think you both have to be in the same country um, for that option to work. So I am based in the right. US, but I have a lot of friends in India and I see that they create these reels as a collab. Um, so I looked it up and I saw that Instagram had only rolled this out in uh, two or three countries and UK is one of them. So I was hoping we would have somebody who's seen this or tried this option. And I wonder when we're going to get this in the US. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody have that? Does anybody have collab or have, know anything about it? I actually got a notification the other day on my um, Instagram. I think it was yesterday or the day before, and I didn't know what it was about, but I think that's what it is. It said Reels Collab. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. Yeah, because oh, the person cool. who, so who gets cool. tagged has to accept that collab, and then it gets posted on both of your, um, your pages. I wondered what that meant. I was thinking it was for like if you bought some, you know, like a collaboration for buying stuff. But that is so cool. I know, right? That I mean, for really collabs, cool. because currently, um, so I make a lot of like Bollywood dance videos and you know, fun or funny reels, and I get DMs for collabing. But the only way we can collaborate now, you know, other than being together in person is I create something and somebody else does a remix with me on Instagram. Um, so well, we should and do then, it. let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so Christy, are you in the US or are you somewhere else? Yeah, I'm in the US. Okay. Okay, I'm going to look it up and see if there's a possibility that is getting rolled out here in the US. That would be so cool. Like to have both the audiences view the same thing in the comments and the views all are common. So it's not like it only shows on one person's page, but it'll show up on both. I would be excited. Yeah, to try that's Christy. really great. That reminds me a little bit of the uh, dual live on TikTok. Um, it's you can go live with somebody else at the same time, but the the problem with it is that the comments don't do what you said, Gurmeet, where they where they don't populate and show up on both creators' accounts, so it's completely disjointed unless they've changed it. But but when I was testing it, it's so one. So if you're watching one person, you're going to see a bunch of comments over there. If you're watching the other person, you're going to see entirely different comments. So it sounds like maybe they've figured out a way to make that work even better but that's what you said is um for actual reels which is not live so that's very interesting i have heard of that before and that's very cool so keep an eye out for it Gurmeet. let us know if you get it or anybody if you find it but thanks for sharing that with us yes a hundred percent and if every, anybody is intrigued on how it works please google it and then there's a couple of people i follow who are based in india who've done this that's how i found it out so I can share those um, profiles with you guys just to go look and see um, how it combines everything. And this is my share for the day. Thank you so much for having me on stage.
Woo woo! You get the prize for the best share of the day, <laughs> the Yay. scoop of the day. I love it. That's awesome. Thank you, Gurmeet. That's great. I love hearing about the new things before they happen and then, you know, stalking my phone until I find it. Cool. So definitely anybody who's got that collab feature, uh, make sure you let us know, especially if you've tested it out and see how it works. That's awesome. This is the social media show. We are talking about short videos today, vertical short form videos. So of course, TikTok and then all of the other platforms that are now using short video. My name is Sue Zimmerman and we are the social media show, part of the Breakfast with Champions. Now uh, back to our regular time slot. So you will see the title of the show every day as you're scrolling through Clubhouse. So we get underway at 11 o'clock Pacific time, eight o'clock Eastern, Monday to Friday. And today we're talking about short video. Uh, I saw Teddy Wang was here. Teddy, are you are you actually here? Can you give me a mic flash if you are? Awesome. So I'm just going to open up your uh, your profile here so I get the exact numbers. But Teddy, I mean, I said a billion, so I was exaggerating, but I, I'm sure you all knew that. But but he actually, Teddy actually does have 31 million followers on okay. TikTok. So that is massive. Hi, Teddy. Yeah, Sue, thank you so much. I, I would like to clarify that um, I might have to change my P at my bio because I actually manage um, Ning Wei uh, for certain regions of the world. So it's actually my, my client that has 31 million. <laughs> not me. Okay, well, fair. Um, that's yeah. all right. So, so, the, I, so that's what that. I saw. I saw that yeah. number, <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah. I know you rock so, the TikTok, so um, it's great to but see yes. you, Teddy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, just love the conversation. I'm, I'm just listening right now. And uh, yeah, if there's anything I could add, then um, I would love to. Yeah, I would. You know what I'd love to know, Teddy, is somebody who's like, sure. you know, in the pulse of TikTok. Um, one of the things that we've been talking about for a while here is TikTok stories. I know Kelsey brought that up in her, you know, breaking news when it first came out. I ha I do have it on one of my devices. I haven't really used it much because I'm not actually seeing it. What, I, what I'm curious is if you know anything about features like that, like TikTok stories or anything else that might be kind of new in the pipeline that, that we may not really know about yet. I think most of them we've heard of already. Stories is, you know, available in Canada and it's viewable in your feed only to other Canadians who have that feature. Oh, so okay. if you're not in Canada and you don't have that feature, then you won't be able to see the story's thumbnail in the creator's account. Yeah. So. Got it. Okay, so I'm in Canada. That's why I have it. <laughs> that explains it. And that's why nobody, I, I don't see anybody using it or talking about it. I, so, I mean, the, the pool of Canadian creators on TikTok is tiny compared to the rest of the world. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Sure, sure. And I'm, I'm sure we've all heard of the new business account features, Sue, that, you know, we're all excited about that was announced about three weeks ago, right? Um, you know what, Teddy, yeah. not like there's so many, there's a lot of people here that are, okay. you know, still pretty new. So I'd love for you to sure. share uh, all the latest. That'd be awesome. Go. Yeah, it's, 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 it's incredible. Um, TikTok has huge plans of pushing e-commerce into the business account of TikTok. So, you know, uh, it's currently being tested in the US and UK in beta mode. So not everyone will get that feature and not rolled out to the rest of the world yet. And what this involves is basically anybody on TikTok will be able to purchase your, your physical or digital product or service directly from the TikTok video, directly from the live stream, 
and directly from your account without leaving the platform. So that's going to be a huge boost because there's there's going to be no drop off because you're you are still in app, and they're partnering up with um, this company called Equid, which I'm sure you guys know because they partner with Instagram for product catalogs with within the the Instagram integration, and they're doing the same thing with TikTok where above the username as your video is playing you will have a uh how do i put this a a thumbnail product catalog that you can scroll through as you watch the video that's pretty incredible um, whoa and, <laughs> that's nuts yeah, is and, that and okay so has this been rolled out already teddy are people using this now already or this is what's coming it it's either being rolled out to select accounts in the uk and the us business accounts or it. it is going to be rolled out. Um, I mean, the, if, since they announced it recently, I'm, I'm sure it's it's coming pretty quickly. So, start building up your your follower base for your ideal client, and once that comes, it's going to be a game changer. Yeah, I'm confident in that. And is it is it going to be just for business accounts, or can you use it for personal account as well? Only for Do business. Know? Only for business. Interesting. Because there's a lot of creators on there that um, that have set up creator personal accounts. Absolutely, and you know they're also monetizing through the Creator Fund, Creator Marketplace. This move, sure. It it, it I mean this move might have something to do with um, you know ByteDance, the company having their IPO, um, not successfully uh, be able to go go public recently. So um they're they're finding ways to kind of you know bring traction um and 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 capital you know into the app through through i think these these means as a start for this year those are good very cool thanks for that teddy anything else you'd like to share as far as that um i think you know the squid game trend is is almost ending so you know be sure to hop on it you know it's it's no longer the number one show on netflix now so i think it's starting to fade out and if you haven't gotten on it yet i mean all categories have been seriously going hard at it makeup dance comedy singing um i mean you you name it uh psychology uh fitness i mean they they've all hopped on this trend and when you have this kind of you know tiktok account-wide cross-pollination category trend. I mean, it's once every blue moon, really. Yeah, absolutely. One that takes over that big for sure. Thanks, Teddy. I appreciate you coming by. Always love learning from you. And, and it's always great to get some some inside scoop. Uh, I've been, yeah, I've noticed that whole product uh, release thing, but I just, I don't have it yet and I haven't seen it yet. It's just, it seems to be just a, a slow rollout, but very exciting. And I'm sure there's a few, few people here listening with their minds rolling now. Oh, okay. I can sell stuff directly from my video within the app. Wow. That's very powerful. Thanks, Teddy. My name's Sue Zimmerman. This is the social media show. We are talking about short form video. Uh, so TikTok, uh, TikTok is, really the one that you know had the most success so i guess that's the i guess the main short video platform but of course everybody else um and some with very big budgets are also jumping into the short video game or already have uh i haven't heard a lot of talk about youtube shorts uh lately i used to have somebody come into my room and he'd always give me an update uh i don't see him 
no, I don't see him here. He'd always give me an update of how he was doing on YouTube Shorts because he was just really growing there. And I know that um, obviously YouTube is a huge business partnered with Google. Uh, so if you can get some action and traction over there, it's definitely worth trying. I've uploaded quite a few of my shorts uh, or my TikToks to YouTube Shorts. Uh, they've done okay. You know, I haven't seen anything outstanding, but you know, if I was somebody uh, or if I was talking to somebody else and I was me, I'd say, well, you got to be consistent, right? It, it's, it's none of these platforms um, reward you if you leave for a long time. And that's not to say you can't just pick right back up from where you left off because you absolutely can, you know, you can. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Leave and, and, and come back and jump back in, just like going to the gym, right? It's going to take you a while, but you'll get back in. Um, but the way that you are going to see the most success on any of these platforms is by being consistent. And that's, you know, that's what plays into the algorithm. And I found it interesting just as a parallel, you know, uh, yesterday, Alexander Gonzalez was interviewing Dio from the new wisdom app. And I've been listening to her speak a lot because I've been uh, testing and, and doing a lot of things on that app. And she's brought up a few times that they were very much inspired by TikTok with their design. And then, you know, once I heard that, I, I started looking at it and realizing how much of that is so true. And, and, and here's the way it does that, is that when you're opening up the app, if, whether you're on TikTok or whether you're on Wisdom, you open up the app and boom, you've got content. You've got something going on TikTok, you've got a video, on Wisdom, you've got a talk. You've got a conversation happening. They call them talks, so I'm going to call them that. You've got a talk going uh, as soon as you open. So that's different. You know, on Clubhouse, when we come in, we've got to scroll through and we've got to find somewhere to go before we start consuming the content. So that's really interesting. So you open up those apps and, and boom, um, you're given something to, to consume right away. Also on Wisdom, you can tap through just like you can on TikTok. Oh, don't like that. Next, 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 next. Keep you know, tap, tap, tap through until you find something that you like, um, which, you know, again, keeps us on our toes as we're creating content, because if we're on a platform that we have to get people's attention pretty much instantly, we want to, you know, always keep that in mind and, and always try to <laughs> make sure that we're, you know, being relevant and, and keeping them uh, engaged. So another uh, thing that I'm, I'm noticing on wisdom that's very similar to TikTok is the, again, the algorithm, the, the reason why I brought this up is the consistency. So if you go on that wisdom app and you're on there for a long, long time and, you know, putting in hours and you're, you know, like a lot of people did here on Clubhouse in the beginning, if you do that on wisdom right now, you will be rewarded by the algorithm and your, your, your talk will get pushed out. You'll be featured on the discover page. It's very easy to do that on that app right now. Um, but it's the same way that it works on TikTok. So if you are consistent with your short videos um, and, you know, the word consistent is very rel relative to who you are, what you do, what your goals are. So consistency 
um, can be, and also the kind of content you create. So if you're the kind of person that likes to spend a lot of time on your editing and you've got really, you know, fancy schmancy uh, produced slick videos, you're not going to be able to pump out five or 10 videos a day. Like you might be able to on TikTok, right? So production value really comes into play. Uh, But uh, if you can just keep that algorithm happy by continuing to feed it somehow, then it's going to like you. All right. So that's, I mean, I see that over and over again, definitely on TikTok. I just, I don't see it in the same way on Instagram yet. Although I believe that all of these platforms that are now doing these short videos, they're all trying to do that same kind of algorithm the algorithm that TikTok has has started because it's it is uh, like mass consumption and also the ability to deliver to people um, the kind of content that they're after. So that's what TikTok does as well. Like that's how the hashtags work. And and when um, you use hashtags that are very relevant to your video and then TikTok takes that video and shows it to people that actually are looking for that content. And then the more, you know, the more content you do, the more it's showing it to people that want that content. And that's what wisdom's trying to do as well. So when you go on that app, they want to give you the kind of content uh, that you want to listen to. So it's kind of interesting. It's it's like this whole new style of algorithm where they're paying attention, <clears throat> excuse me, they're paying attention to uh, the consumer and what they're consuming how they're consuming it, how much they like it, how, you know, how much of it they want. And they, you know, keep giving it more, (laughs) giving them more, us more of what we want. So it's fascinating. Uh, So I'm uh, winding down on my hour here. Um, I would love to open it up if there's anybody who has something they would love to share. Uh, We're not done though. We've got two hours today of a short video and Tom Challen is going to take hour two. So we're just going to keep on rolling. But is there anybody else who wanted to ask a question or have something to add to that? Give me a mic flash. Oh, wow. Yay. Okay. I'll go with, uh, I've got, I see Joe, Jude, and Teddy. We'll go uh, you, Jude. Hey, Jude. Hey, Sue. How are you? Great show. Great information for us and everyone who contributed. I always learn so much when I'm with you. Sue, I have a question and I'm not a singer or I dance, but my clientele is more in that executive level and entrepreneurs. We have a program for entrepreneurs and we coach a lot of executives for speaking, media, and leadership. So I am wondering the best kinds of videos for me to do. I'm just new into social media, as you've heard me say before, uh, because all of our business is referral-based. But I really love what I've been learning on Clubhouse, and that's inspired me to do more video and and get more active with social media, and we're working now with the VA. But what would you suggest for the business clientele for these shorts? And I mean, we, we give speaking tips, and we give entrepreneur tips, and managing your time, and delegation, and all of these things. But it's not, it's it's helps people grow and, and make revenue, but it doesn't. It's not necessarily entertainment. Okay, yeah, that's a great question, Jude, and it comes up a lot. And I just want to set the record straight that you do not have to dance on TikTok. You don't. If you like I love to dance, to dance so I need to dance in the world. But <laughs> if you like to dance and you want to dance, you can dance. Uh, that that's the rules about the dancing on TikTok. It's not necessary at all. Personally, 
I like to dance because it makes me feel good. I, you know, I like to, I'm, I'm at home working all day long. I like to keep active and, and part of that for me involves a little bit of dance. So I throw a little dance into my videos, right? But some do, some don't. So let's just get that out of the way right now. Although after some of the comments that I got on some of my videos on Facebook, I'm not sure I'm going to be doing any of the dancing anymore. So anyway, uh, Jude, what, what I can tell you is that it's all about you and the value that you have to bring. And so it doesn't matter that it's TikTok or Facebook or Clubhouse or whatever it is. Um, we, a lot of us see TikTok as this place that has to be silly and fun and goofy and, and dancing, but it doesn't. There's a ton of very valuable information and education being delivered on TikTok all the time. And you know, the, the, the 15 year olds who want the dancing, they're not gonna watch your videos. Jude, right? They're not interested in your business tips, but I am, I bet Tom and Nate and Tash and Christy and Brooke and Haley and everybody in this room are interested in what you have to offer, right? So whether it's TikTok, like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't even really matter to me when, when somebody asks what kind of content they can create. I don't think it's actually different on TikTok. It's just that it's a different way of um delivering the content it's way faster so it's just getting the um it's just grasping how to create the kind of content so as far as what kind of content do what you do talk about those five tips of how to have a successful business or the top three things that the top three mistakes i made when i first became an entrepreneur you know all those things that the, the best videos that I do, my most successful videos, the ones that are truly uh, engaging to my target audience are my videos where I'm teaching something. I'm giving you the top five TikTok tips or the top, top five ways to turn TikTok followers into customers, that kind of thing. It's when I show something, teach something, um, you know, that's those are the best i just do the dancing for filler because i enjoy it and it's fun and it keeps me keeps me moving and and also because then i can show people how to do them in a way you know not not how to dance i don't teach how to dance just how to do the video you know what i mean but um but really jude that's 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 all it is just be just be jude and and just learn how to deliver value within 15 seconds. So here's a quick tip. Now I'm, I'm running over and I don't, I don't like to do that, but I started late. So sorry, Tom, but I'll just, I'll finish up with Jude and then I'll, I'll hand it over to, um, I'll hand it over to Tom. But I watched this great video from Virginia Kerr. She teaches video tips on TikTok. And she said to, here's how to plan your video. It should be five sentences. The first sentence should be talking about what you're going to do and then two or three sentences delivering answering the question you know ask the question answer the question kind of thing so what are the top three things i learned or what are the top mis three mistakes i made when i became an entrepreneur well number one number two number three that's it that's the video <laughs> done and that's it like it's so simple that we a lot of people tend to overthink it and it's like you know what can i do what can i talk about i don't dance i don't entertain um so i i just i hear that a lot jude but all you got to do is be jude and and do your thing well you know one of my assistants said when she i have a tea every year for my 
performer and past current assistants, and and she's moved on into entertainment. And she said, "Hey Jude, what I miss the most is your dancing, because <laughs> I'll break into <laughs> dance all the time. So it's not that I don't love it; I do. But I thank you, Sue, and I'll start watching you two more um, because I always enjoy you so much and your videos. So thank you. Looking forward thank to Tom. Thank you, Jude. Okay, take Thanks care, so Sue. Much. Hey, Sue, you know what? It, it would be great if you talked about. I'd like to DM you about about wisdom because I know you're really active on that. So it'd be interesting to talk yeah, to you about. Yeah, please it. do. Oh, that's my favorite I will. thing to talk about. Yeah, I'll talk okay. about. All right, great. About that, okay, all right, great. Okay, I'll go over there and talk to you about it too. But okay, thank bye -bye. you, Jude. Awesome. Thank awesome you, Sue. Thank you, everyone. Thank bye. you, from Jude. Thank you, everybody who is here joining us today for the social media show. I love it. I love the the kind of the feel. The I love the title up top that we get to see what's going on in here. And we are talking today about short form video strategy and tips. My name is Sue Zimmerman. Thanks for hanging hanging out with me for a while. Tom Challen is coming up next. I do want to mention I've been asking. Uh, I've been asked a few times recently about my coaching program, and yes, it is open again. Uh, so I do have a TikTok coaching program where I teach entrepreneurs and small business owners how to do what I did on TikTok, and that is to build a following and grow my community and grow my business through it all. And, and I do it in a really fun way, and we meet on Zoom, and it's live group coaching. And I do kind of what I did over the last little while here uh, with a few of you, and we get to just really dive into what you're doing and help you uh, do the things you really want to do on that platform and all of the short video platforms. So just send me a DM on Instagram. I'm sure you know by now you can reach anybody here through Instagram. If you're new and you don't have your Instagram connected, make sure you do that. But you can just tap on my face and scroll to the bottom and tap on my Instagram and send me a DM that says TikTok and I'll get you all the information you need. Again, thank you for hanging out with me. I'll be back at the same time next Tuesday. Always here with my buddy, Tom Challen. Hello, Tom. TikTok Tom, we call him, but you know, he's so much more than that. To me, he, he really is like a big brother. Uh, he's one of the very first people I met on this app, and he's definitely the person that, that made me feel comfortable instantly. And uh, I've never, I've, I've always felt the same about Tom. It's just, it's just what he does, and he does it right beside his beautiful bride, Kim, and he does it amazingly well. He is now what he's doing, and I learned this from on Wisdom, where we actually get to have like much longer, deeper conversations, but I really learned from Tom that what he and his family are doing, instead of just being, you know, okay, we're going to we're gonna create content about living the life of our dreams. And then we're gonna you know, go to all these places and take pictures and, and post them and do videos. But instead, what he's doing with his family is they're off doing the things, they're off living that life and then bringing us into it. So I, I think that's a really cool perspective. So hello, Tom, it's your turn for short video chatter and uh, hello, welcome. Are you there? <laughs> I sure hope. There you are. Hi, Tom. Hey, Sue. <laughs> oh, hi, Tom. Wow, your voice got so much higher. That's my that's my rent a bride. <laughs> that's your rent a bride. I, yeah, I rent her to get clicks and views and helps me grow my social media brand. I, you know, it's great that you can just like admit that, Tom, because I mean, we all know that, <laughs> right? So. <that's, laughs> I love that you can just well, at least that's what people think it. on TikTok. They're like, "There's just no way. There's just no way." that you found a way to marry her. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Sue. You did a great job. And I would pray that you would stay around. I don't know if you have any time to stay around or, or Brooke, or I don't know if Haley's working out or running around, but good to see you, Haley. And I see uh, Luann Credit Ninja is in the house. What's up, Teddy? And Brooke and Tosh and Christy, of course, is the original OG. And Nate's, uh, Nate's probably running 
Nate's probably running somewhere. He's driving. He, he's driving. <laughs> Good to see you, Nate, my friend. Hey, I'd love to. I'd love to keep it interactive as well for the next. I don't know, thirty minutes or so, or however long that I'm going to go uh, go for here. But I really want to. I really want to challenge you today. So if you're listening in right now, what what do you need to do to get your TikToks or short form or reels or whatever kind of video that you want to get? You know, I, I did something. I think you'd be proud of me, Sue. I looked at my analytics for the first time ever <laughs> last week when it comes to reels, and I was blown away. I'm like, is it even worth posting a picture anymore? Because it looked like the reels and the videos that we were doing was literally 16x. I mean, that's humongous when it comes to reach and business. So. So yeah, you all need to be doing short form video if you want to get get your message out there because your time is so valuable. And here's the one thing I'm going to share as I start this this segment off here. And then please, here's what I want you all to think about doing. Get your butt up on stage here. Don't be in the every single one of you whoever wants to come up here, let's just fill it up. Uh, fill it up here if you have any questions or just even if you don't have a question, you want to camp out, just come get comfortable being up here. Um, but definitely get ready for a question. Get ready for a question. Yeah, and if you can all add, except Marcelo, my TikTok buddy, add definitely bring her up. If moderation, if you can help me bring some amazing humans up that are asking to come up right now, that would be. Yeah, the best. We're on, we're on it for you. And yell at me. Would would some of my friends here on stage, my original OG friends, can you please yell at me when it's time for a reset? I mean, is it time for a reset now? I think she was like in the transition. All right. Yeah, I'll do, yeah. Let's do a quick reset. So since we just switched segments, let's. Uh, before we get into the killer content with Tom Challenge, sorry if there's an echo. I just pulled into the parking garage at the Planet Hollywood Casino here in Las Vegas. So let's do a quick reset, guys. You're in the Millionaire, the Breakfast Club. You're in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, and uh, we want you guys to know that in two weeks, in two weeks we have a live event coming up. It's the Grow Your Business for God's Sakes Conference in Lexington, Kentucky. You can get all the information at growforgod.com. But uh, we want you to know that you literally have no excuses to miss this event. Why? Because we've added a virtual option. You can join from anywhere. Like I said, go to growforgod.com. Get your tickets right now. So many great speakers are going to be there. I'm going to be live in Lexington, Kentucky, meeting with everybody. But like I said, guys, make sure you come back each morning to the Breakfast of Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club. We're live here each day, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. in the main Breakfast with Champions room for uh, education, inspiration, and motivation. And then we jump over here to the social media show where we bring you content strategies. We start off Monday with mindset and uh, some motivation and some marketing. And then we dive into strategies Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then Eric Artel comes in Friday with some content ideas, content strategies, and interviews. So make sure you put it on your calendar. Jump in for your favorite segment. And if you miss anything, you can find us on the podcast. All the information for our podcast or other social media platforms is at breakfastwithchampions.live. Breakfastwithchampions.live. Or look for the Breakfast with Champions podcast over on Spotify or Apple. Tom, let's kick some ass. I'm ready to take some notes. What? Someone's fired up today, brother man. <laughs> good to see it. Good to see you, Nate. Adrenaline, that adrenaline gets going when you pull back into Vegas for the first time. I know, man. You're just excited about playing poker and seeing your girl. So, anyways, good to see you, champion. Exactly. All right, let's get let's get rocking and rolling because there's there's two type there's two ways and I, and and it's really important to understand because there's two ways to grow short form video. Two big pictures. I love the big pictures, and then we can narrow it down here in a few minutes. But the two big pictures are number one, being 
uh, very strategic. Like there, most people are into logistics. They want to get educated. They want to figure out how to do short form video. And that is really damn smart. Like, cause you're learning all the ingredients of like, what's the hashtag or what, you know, the, the different ways to do the videos, which is really important to, to do that. Then the other way to do it is just to go at the speed of your thought. Now, if your speed of your thought is free and fun and bold, and you really are at a point in your life where you can, and preferably, hopefully you will cross over. Now check this out, cross over to being a little bit frisky like Nate was like Nate was just a few minutes ago. Like you just are bringing it. Like what I mean by bringing it is there's like, you turn down the fear knob of your brain. Like you're not worried about what people think. You're not worried about your colleagues. You're not worried about, is it the perfect demographic? You're not worried about how you look. You're not worried about if you have a pimple, you're not worried about if you have makeup men or not. You're, you're not worried about how you might be three pounds overweight or 30 pounds overweight, or you might think you're 30 pounds overweight or too thin or too short or too whatever. I'm telling you the wins that are winning are bold and just go for it. So again, there's two types of strategies. One is figure out all the analytical strategies, which is always important in business and in social media and anything you do in life. And the other part is just freaking going for it. Um, I'm literally going to write a book <laughs> and the book is going to be because the book is going to be this like hyper speed. I don't know how many of you, how many of you waste a percentage of your day? Some of you, including me, waste a monster percentage just taking too much time to make decisions. Like even when you're packing, my wife, since she's in the other room, I can talk about her a little bit. She, no matter what, no matter what I do, no matter how much, like no matter what she does, she starts packing usually around eight o'clock in the afternoon or eight o'clock at night. And then she will finish up at one 30 in the morning, no matter what. Right. Because she's always thinking about, should I do the Brown or should I do the, I, I don't know if this is just a female thing, but it's just amazing. So learn to go faster. And I'm telling you the only way, and let me just, just tell you for 10 years, I was more on the strategy side of it. I was more in the analyzing side of it. And for 10 years, I sprinkled my content out there and I got a very small traction. Nothing ever really popped. Nothing ever really grew fast. I built a small tribe of people that knew me over 10 years on social media. Very, very small comparatively to what I thought it would be after 10 years. And then when I, when TikTok came out, I said, okay, Gary freaking Vaynerchuk, fine. I'm going to be the 40 plus year old dude. I'm going to shut my brain down to as, as low as I possibly can. And no matter how much heat, no matter how much cringe factor, no matter how many people criticize me, no matter what happens, I'm just going to see what happens. And, and I'm telling you right now, if I didn't cross over to doing it that way, I don't know if I would have ever got my social medias across the board now, finally to start popping. And then of course, now you can always go back to strategy because strategy is the bomb, right? Having both is the key. That's why you want to learn from so many smart people that are here on the stage right now, like Brooke and Sue and, and so many others is to do that. So again, if you're caught in analyzing mode, I just realized that in business, if you don't take that risk in anything that you're doing, when it comes to social media, for sure, you could watch your life go by 10 years from now and go, shit, I was going to say, shit. I'm like, damn, why did I just go for it? Why did I? So, so that's what I want to share with you. And then here's the other thing to think about. Um, and this is, this is the thing you have to, gosh, I'm telling you right now, this is really humongo is 
your like if and everybody should read the book the one thing because and i'm going to tell you right now even though i know that book inside and out even though i actually built an entire master course around that for my niche in business called the priority year even though i did that i fight trying to do too many things in my day and if you're doing too much on social media unless you're already a pro like you're a black belt unless you are a pro or a black belt and you really got it dialed in then most of you it to grow on social media is going to take some of that disbursement of thought and energy and focus that you're spreading around your whole life please hear me i'm telling you this is so powerful like some of you have so much thought and energy going to so many different directions and those thought and that energy is getting dissipated as well if you can you need to take all of that like i'm i'm visualizing right now all that brain power put it all into one central focused process one central focused app like tiktok as an example doesn't mean you can't take that tiktok and share it but i even me i'm going to i'm going to give you a case study even me who's got a really good traction we're getting at, at one point over 10,000 followers a day per per day on tiktok even with that said when i started putting my focus onto clubhouse right here with all of you and i started i started saying i started hearing a lot of people saying oh my gosh i got to take all those tiktoks and i've got to i might as well take the watermark off and do this and do that and it's really good advice by the way but for me based on my focus level and you may be like when i started trying to get my tiktoks over to reels and start thinking about just that slight simple extra little tiny simple simple step got my brain focused a little bit more on instagram and clubhouse and that shift went from 10,000 followers a day to literally there's a few weeks and months even where i was going negative like i was actually losing followers because my focus the the brain power that it takes to be a great creator to be a great creator takes not just winging it always but it takes a certain amount of psychology and psychology and telling a story takes sometimes your best again depending on each personality and each person here that's listening right now so if you're not growing some it might just take because it might just take a little bit more focus and i always hear people saying you know and there's nothing wrong with batching content and i talked about this last week there's nothing wrong with but um trying to hack it's hard to hack tiktok Ta hacking tiktok means bring content that comes from your gut that comes from your heart that comes from the speed of thought that comes from not worrying about what people are going to think because when I say posting content when you're not worried about what people think, that's when you're crossing over to the edge or being edgy. And that's when you're crossing over to being a little bit uncomfortable with your content. And I'm going to tell you right now, almost every video, in fact, I'll give you an example. There's two things that happened last week. My neighbor, right, I always joke one of my series is something called the four foot rule on TikTok. And the four foot rule is one day I caught my daughter and her friend that's a boy. We don't call them boyfriends, another series. But my, my daughter's friend that's a boy, they were in the spa and they were, he was getting a little close. I went up on my balcony looking down on them and I was an ultra cringy helicopter dad and I knew it. And I'm yelling and I'm like, yo, what's going on? Four foot 
rule, right? And I didn't know that would create a trend called the four foot rule. And and it was it was funny, but I was like, oh, it's kind of cringy, kind of weird. I'm gonna look like being a helicopter weird dad. And I'm like, oh, what the heck? I just posted it, and it went went mega viral. Fast forward almost a year later now, my neighbor parked his car right in front of my house because all this family, all the spots were taking in his driveway. He's a young, I think he's 18 year old kid now. I've seen him grow up. He actually became TikTok famous. Uh, prime, a lot of it because we were collaborating back and forth and I was always talking about my neighbor and he was talking about us and how he's neighbors with us and we were getting viral and he kind of kind of caught that energy plus he's funny creative and he got something unique about him too his mouth is literally deformed and he owns it like a boss he's a good looking kid but his mouth is completely deformed like it's sleepy and that's you know that's what that was the uniqueness that helped him go viral on TikTok as well but anyways, he was out in front of my driveway with his girlfriend or his friend that's a girl or some girl. And I just yelled at him like, dude, you're touching on my lawn. Uh, four foot rule, dude. It applies for you too as my neighbor. And and with that, plus he's viral, uh, plus he's already a, a popular creator, did like 360,000 uh, 360, views. But I'm like, I don't know. What's his dad going to think if I post this? It was kind of like, but I just posted it, right? So the, the videos that you think are never going to go off sometimes go off. And that's why, in fact, I got a hater a couple videos ago with a video of mine that bombed. I think it's so funny, right? I'm like, this video is the bomb. And it freaking bombed. <laughs> it bombed. Like, literally, I got, like, one comment. And my one comment was the dude that said, dude, your video got no comments. And I'm like, yeah, when you post a lot of goofy videos – some go awesome, some are awesome, and some bomb. Like he thinks he's getting at me. That's what people do that are they're haters. They they are jealous or they don't like you, and that's fine. But they but they comment negatively, and those are the kind of comments you just got to have fun with. Don't fight back at them unless you really want to. Uh, but just have fun, have fun with it, and don't worry about don't worry about the comments. Um, and then here's the last thing I'm going to share. I mean, this is what I'm learning. The, the the longer that I'm in business and it applies to social media is the exact same thing. Everything is hard, but everything is simple. Like every single thing that you want to do that's really big, the ingredients of what you actually will do is extraordinarily simple. Like it's extremely achievable for every single one of us. If you're a human being, you have more than enough capability to be incredible at almost anything unless you want to be an NBA player and you're five foot two, right? Maybe not that, but most things you literally can do because everything is really simple. Now, what holds us back is lies like fear, doubt, indecision, ego, jealousy, laziness, comfort, disbelief, lack of confidence, whatever that may be. All those things are so unbelievably, I just wish we could squash it up and throw it away because if you got rid of that junk, that lie that the enemy is trying to put in your head, then you should be able to really crush it on social media. And then the last thing that you need is what you're gathering here to be what's called a black belt. To be a black belt in martial arts, you need to put together micro mind to muscle experiences, all very simple. An arm bar is the simplest thing you'll ever do. A, yeah, learning how to mount and do all the things in jujitsu or martial arts is all extremely center. Like literally 10 year olds can do 
things like that. They can learn in a few minutes how to do an arm bar and how to do simple things. 10-year-olds can learn how to do social media and do the basic logistics of what they have to do. But the thing that makes you an extremely good black belt, so even if your videos aren't doing well, even if you're not overthinking, like I talked about, even if you're learning some of the integrals or the strategies of what to do and what not to do, there's still you still need to put together micro ingredients that you that you may or may not be really good at right now, like the shock factor, like copywriting, like discerning trending videos, like understanding where the story is in every 15 seconds thing, thing that you're doing, like how to collaborate, like how to make your like there's so many little micro ingredients that if you write them down and journal another one the next day, learn what Sue told you, do it again the next day, change it up a little bit the next day, change the copywriting, maybe take a quick online crash course for copywriting. I don't hear that talked about that much, but copywriting means that when you post your words on your video and or in your captions, you know, your title, that it's not just you know, it's not just speaking what you think. Like our brains will trick us to thinking what we're saying is actually cool. But unless you understand the psychology a little bit or the experience of a copywriting, and it's completely, it needs to be completely opposite of what you think your human brain, based on your experience level of your copywriting ability, which may be none right now if you're new to this. You, it may be the complete opposite thing which will pull in your audience, right? And I'm not saying I'm a copywriting expert, but the extreme minimal thinking that I did with copywriting many, many years ago ties in many years later to helping with short-form video. So those are the examples of, of things that you can do to really help your video. All right, I went longer than expected, but I'm going to open it up right now. I don't know if Haley, Haley, if you're here, um, or Credit Ninja or Nate... I haven't heard you guys share. I don't know if you're here or Marcella. I know you're or Tara. Holy camoly. Got my little sister in here. What's up, Tom? I love this. Thank you for sharing all of that. It was brilliant. And thank you for crushing my dreams of being an NBA player. Great. Thanks. Come on. Come on. No, Tara, tell, talk about it really quickly because you're coming on strong with your short form video. Yeah. And you even made your husband, who's more ripped than I thought. Um, <laughs> that's that keto diet Tom <laughs> oh my gosh damn man. <laughs> damn I had like man crush there I so know, right? can you share just what because you're 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 actually one of those people that I would say you're like me you're like my twin little sister that you yeah, could you don't overthink time. things I don't yeah. think right you you post fast like you just yeah you just get your stuff out there talk about what what you're doing to really get your videos to pop lately yeah, this is such a great question, and I'm learning a lot right now. So it's a good time for me to talk about it because I'm not like an – I wouldn't call myself a black belt. I'd call myself more like a blue belt maybe. <laughs> you can tell I also take jujitsu. where Tom and I are literally the same person. Um, so what I'm learning is that I've spent a lot of time uh, focusing on what Tom was talking about in the beginning, focusing on – making sure my makeup was perfect, focusing on having the right lighting, the right, I even have like a specific wall that I post in front of that my husband made with like shiplap, right? I spent a lot of time doing that. And not that that was wrong, nothing really is wrong. It just wasn't maybe the best choice. So don't beat yourself up if you've done something for a while and you're realizing now, like maybe that wasn't the best choice for building your business. It's okay, it wasn't wrong. You're still posting content, which bravo, a lot of people aren't even doing that. So if you're posting content, Right, right away, like, bravo, well done. What I'm realizing 
now is that what people are attracted to is the rawness and realness of me. They want to see me with a messy bun. They want to see me with my glasses on. They want to see me drinking wine. Like last night I posted a TikTok. Literally, my husband ran to the store to get some zip ties for some. That sounds weird. But yeah, that's what he did. And um, my five-year-old was on his iPad and I was drinking wine. And I was like, I'm going to do a TikTok right now. I look like a mess and I need to get out of my own way. Because I have, uh, so I'm in the television industry. I'm a professional actress. And so for years, I've literally had professional makeup artists doing a full face on me before I went on camera. So I have this programming in my head that I have to look like that if I'm going to be on camera. But that is not the type of woman that I want to partner with in business. So like Tom was saying, like my brain tricks me into thinking that if I look perfect, they will come. But actually, if I look more like my messy bun, glasses, sweatshirt self, that's when they will come. So I'm learning that. And what Tom is saying about copywriting is so true. You do not have to be a genius. It is a good idea to maybe take a course or a crash course on copywriting. There's some really brilliant ones out there. All you have to do is Google it or go on Pinterest. You're going to find 500. Um, but one thing that you can do today is you can go to other people who have done really well and look at what their words say. Because one thing I learned recently is that my ask on my videos, on my short form videos, is a bit much. Like it's a bit of a mountain ask, right? A lot of my asks is like, fire your boss, fire your boss and come join me today, right? Because I'm in network marketing. <laughs> That's a lot and scary. I took me six months to sit on whether or not to do network marketing. And I'm a bit impulsive. Me being that type of type A impulsive personality sat on it for six months. I can't just outright ask somebody to fire their boss, right? I have to be a little bit more gentle in my asks. And I'm not even sure what that looks like yet. I am literally today figuring that out. I'm going to sit down and maybe look at some other influencers and what are they asking and how are they presenting their business or how are they presenting their product to their customers that's not super like <laughs> do this thing or else you suck, right? No, we have to, what is it? And, and Nate Forrest taught me something really valuable that I'm trying to implement as well. Like I told you guys, I'm just learning, right? I'm learning along with you. But Nate Forrest said like, think about what people are frustrated with. What, what are they frustrated with? Are they frustrated like me? I was frustrated. I did not, I personally didn't like having a boss. I didn't like my boss and I didn't like having a boss. And I was frustrated that I wasn't my own boss. So I was like kind of constantly looking for some guidance on how I could work that into my schedule, knowing that I would have to have my, have a stupid boss for a while until I built some things. So how can I work that in, right? People are also frustrated with not having more time. Now that doesn't necessarily mean time with their kids, but yes doesn't necessarily mean time with their partner, but yes, but not everybody's the same, right? Some people don't have kids, they don't have a partner. Some people are just frustrated and not have more time alone, more time to yoga, more time to meditate, right? So write down the things that maybe you were frustrated about that your business or opportunity gave you. Write down those things and how, in, in copywriting, like how can you speak to those things, to people? And how, like Tom said, story tell, story sell, and facts tell, right? Storytelling is innate in us in our caveman brains. It's how we began to communicate. So to this day, we are still so, we lean in when some, this is why we love church, you guys. You know the three story rule, right? Next time you're at church, listen, your pastor's gonna tell you three stories. <laughs> three is the magic number in writing as well, right? Next time you read an essay watch, there's probably gonna be three examples, right? It's going to be like this, this, and this, this, that, and that, this, that, and that, right? So. Think about how you can story tell within, now I'm not trying to make this complicated, this can actually be quite fun, within 
talking to a frustration, right? When was the last time you were frustrated? Can you store, can you go reenact it? Can you, like, I just involved my husband recently and it's gotten like more views and more likes and more comments than anything has gotten, I think ever in my, in my short form video stuff. So now I know that including him reaches a bigger, and my son, my five-year-old son was in it too, reaches a bigger demographic. And we had a fun family day together. It didn't feel like work. We went to Goodwill. We found costumes. We um, came home. We like It was a blast. So have fun. Figure out what people are frustrated with and tell stories about it so that people can relate to you and lean in. And um, yeah, knowing the little, keep it under 12 seconds, use viral songs. Knowing that stuff is really helpful because it does help spread you out. But just doing it, just doing it's probably, I don't know, Tom, would you agree? Just doing it is probably the biggest tip and advice that we can give. I think I'm done talking. Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) Pew, pew, You're awesome, Tara. You're awesome too. Jeremy's here. Jeremy, do you want to say thank you to Tom for calling you? Don't tell him I said I have a man crush on him. That's kind of weird. After watching that video, say thank you. Thank you. Kind of weird. Thank you for complimenting my body. Oh, thank you for. I don't know. (laughs) Now I've embarrassed him. Now he's awkward. Now it's now it got really weird in here. Okay. Terry, you're amazing. Masterclass, as always. Thank you so much. I'm going to go uh, flash your mics. Hey, hey, if hey, hey's here. All right. One of my other little sisters, uh, totally, totally, she's one of the best marketers on the planet. And you want to know something? This person, Haley, is literally the number one person I've met. I think I'm going to give her, like, action oriented like she only sees like the finish line of anything she does right she keeps me accountable she's like tom did you do this did you do that i'm like oh shit i gotta keep up with Haley a little bit right or at least keep up yeah so anyway she's amazing at marketing she's she's one of the top marketers but also network marketers number one one of the top earners in the entire world in her niche of network marketing as well so she's done extremely well from both fronts and i want her to maybe touch on because i know she's crushing short form video as well Haley, what is working for you or anything you want to share Hey. And, then we're, and then we're gonna go to Eric if Eric's available. Yeah, cool. So um, if I get called out, then I'm gonna leave really abruptly because I'm sitting in the hair salon, like dyeing my hair pink and purple, just so you guys know. Um, but I short form video. I mean, for me, I'm to be honest with you, it's all like I'm still testing. Like I'm testing. Like the thing about like having an online business, you guys, is that there's multiple things going on all the time, right? We all know that. And social media is just part of it. Social media for me is just part of my marketing funnel. And while I use it a lot, I use it a lot. I'm literally in there all day. I'm in stories every day. I've got a reel every day. I've got a TikTok every day. I've got um, static images. I go live a couple times a week. And then I'm using other things like blogs and podcasts and all of these other things to meet my goals with these initiatives that I'm driving. But what we're trying to do ultimately is we're trying to create a high quality pipeline. And I look at that pipeline over a year long period. Like I'm literally designing my pipeline now for 2022 and I'm working to streamline all of my content so that I'm lead generating. And that leads to a really clean sales process in order to create a sales pipeline that converts into whether it's members, my membership, whether it's program participants in my courses, whether it's wholesale customers for my network marketing business, And so I'm using all of my marketing to determine, first of all, lead quality, lead interest, lead quality, and then bringing people down what I call a funnel, a top awareness, that's your social media, 
into your middle, which is your nurture area, and then the bottom, which is your sales process. And if you don't mind, Tom, I can drop an ebook here that everybody can grab for free if they want it later. But basically, as far as short-term short video, it's hot. We're testing it. There's videos I've done that have gone viral and gotten over 100,000 um, uh, shares and likes and all that kind of stuff. And then there's videos, literally, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I got 45 views. What happened there? Where did I miss the boat? I know that there's a lot of tips that everybody's giving you in these rooms. And there's definitely things that are... Um, like that are uh, standard, so to speak, on the platform today that may change tomorrow. But the bottom line is you guys have to just test your content. And you've got to know your audience. You've got to know who your buyer persona is. You've got to figure out how to attract them into your life, whether that is entertaining them, educating them, and then you've got to nurture them. So I use my short-term video in different ways. Sometimes I use it as an attraction marketing. Sometimes I use it as a shock factor to attract. Sometimes I use it as an, as an opportunity to nurture the existing audience that's already there. Really, it's and, getting loud. Yeah, it's the hairdryer. I think that's next to me. You want me to go out? I mean, I can be done. I can just give a link and be done. Yeah, get, get the link, Haley. That was, that was awesome. Okay. If you guys want, go to my Instagram. There's a link in my bio there. It's just a little easy free ebook that kind of talks a little bit about what I'm talking about. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, Haley. <laughs> Always on the go. Isn't that interesting? Two different for such powerful knowledge from Haley and Tara, totally different personalities. That's what's so cool. You, you're going to gather different ingredients from different people with different personalities and different perspectives and different, different ways they do it. So just think about like, here the slight edge of what they're doing. That's going to make a big difference. All right. Who wants to share next? Eric, are you out here, buddy? Or credit ninja? All right. Um, let's go with, let's go. I told Eric first and then, and then I'd like to open up for some questions. Maybe Marcella can help out with some questions. Maybe I, let's do some short, short questions. And then I want to, I did promise to open up for questions. Go ahead, Eric. Thanks buddy. And Eric, by the way, is one of the top, uh, influencers in the entire world for short form video has millions of followers. He is like the boss. <laughs> so thanks Eric for being here. Yeah, man. Um, and, uh, we can make this short since we're talking about short form video. What, uh, what, uh, what, what are we talking about though, Tom? We're just talking about short form video and what is working right now. Is that what we're talking about? Is that, is that, is that our topic of conversation? Pretty much. I think. Yes. Yeah. You so I, I don't, I, bit I, there, I, I don't Eric, want to be, I don't, I don't necessarily want to be repetitive. Uh, so I think a lot of the points that have been shared are great. I love the, the idea that to think about what your, what your purpose is for, po for posting your short form video. Uh, there are a lot of different reasons to be posting video content. Um, and there are a lot of different, uh, a lot of different purposes that you might try to be posting video content, so whether it's you're trying to grow your account, you're trying to entertain, you're trying to educate, etc. So I think those all play into what kind of strategies you use for your uh, for your short form. I mean, there's also a lot of basic tips. I, I haven't been here in the, the whole time. So I, I don't want to I don't want to repeat myself. But certainly, uh, I, something I, that I think that people should definitely do is, and Haley was talking about it a little bit, is, is experimentation. Experimentation is is great. There are a lot, a lot of times I think people hesitate to try new things because there is the 
problem when it comes to social media of engagement. And if, if it doesn't work, there's, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of psychological, uh, you can, you can be affected mentally when certain things, uh, don't work. And so it discourages experimentation. Social media sometimes discourages experimentation, I think at times, uh, but if you can fight through that, then you can, I think, have a much more enjoyable time and you can find new things. It's just, it's, I, I think it's hard. I think it's one of the reasons why Instagram started, started experimenting with turning likes off and not showing likes is so that you could just put stuff out there and not worry as much about how it's being engaged. I mean, I think we all love insights. We all love analytics, et cetera. But sometimes, sometimes I think analytics are to our detriment because it, um, because we only want to put out st stuff out there that does well analytically and does well engagement wise when, you know, it, it's like we, we are putting out certain kind of content. We have to go through putting out content that's not going to do well in order to get to content that would actually be doing better for us. And sometimes because of, uh, of analytics and because of performance issues and we, and we feel we, we don't want to go through those periods of bad performance, quote unquote, or non-engagement, we'd never get to that, that next stage of creation. So I think we can, uh, that, that would be my one tip today is push through that. Don't worry about your engagement if you're experimenting with stuff as, because it'll take you to new things that maybe you'll find even higher engagement with. Awesome. Eric, you know, that, that actually ties in extremely perfectly for what we're talking about. I hope everybody heard what one of the top creators on TikTok was sharing right now is that you got to post. Sometimes you got to post and you don't plan on posting content that maybe isn't that great or not perfect, but you don't know what you don't know that you don't know, especially with such a new algorithm and new way of doing short form video. TikTok is creating the new, you know, pioneering. So so true. And that's what you have to push. Like he just said, it was so good. You've got to push through experimenting. And that's, that's why I think our account did so well. It makes no sense. Like the human eye, I like, I even look at my own content. I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> what the, what's, what's the big deal? I'm like, I don't understand. It's so dumb, but there's certain dumb things that get humans to watch. And I'm just, and people always say, well, does that really convert to sales and leads? And does it really you know, just doing dumb videos. How does that build your brand? Look, if people know you, then they either like your personality and if they like your personality and they like you, they get to know you and you get something called FaceTime. FaceTime is like old school shaking hands, meeting someone over coffee, but it's like FaceTiming with hundreds to thousands to maybe millions of people over and over. And whether they even like you, isn't there people on this app or how many people out there, you're like, oh, man, they're a little obnoxious. I can think of three people. I'm not going to name their names. Right? There are three big-time creators in this world and entrepreneurs that I know and speakers and trainers, three of them that I'm thinking about literally right now. And I want you to think about someone that you're like, they bugged you. They bugged you. Oh, a little cringy. Oh, my gosh. Ego. Oh, my gosh. Why are they doing that? So so stupid. It's so me, weird. I'm talking right here. So yeah, stop talking about me and Tara. All right, so when Nate, when I was thinking about Nate Forrest right now and Tara, no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, and then you're, now you're I'm talking like, about, right here. Um, you're talking come on, about Nate, come one. on, bring it. 
I spoke about this in Dallas. You're talking about what is actually the number one, uh, where your number one area of focus should be. And that's, it's not to make the sale. It's not to teach three tips, five tips, or seven tips. It's not to give the benefits and things of your business. But if you're uh, in business and you're using social media get to, uh, to get people through the top of your funnel, your number one goal is getting attention. That's it. Get attention because nothing else comes until you get attention. And so get creative, get unique, get loud. Uh, don't be super annoying, but you can be a little bit annoying. You can be cringy and annoying like Tom Challen is, but just get attention, get attention. If you continue to get attention, then the rest of the funnel will uh, slowly take care of itself. <laughs> I like how you throw in that thought like Tom Challen. Hey, and I want to I take a quick intermission right now and just say Nate Forrest is the leader of leaders on this app. Make sure you tap it on his bald face, even though he's wearing a hat. He's good looking bald, dude. Um, he's in a great, great guy. He's I don't think a lot of us would be here without him. Make sure you're tapping on him. He's someone you want to follow and connect with and build a relationship, as well as Sue. And I see Chip here. And, of course, Haley, who you heard uh, down there in the beauty salon, getting her fiery hair purple and pink and crazy, and Brooke and Credit Ninja down there. And, of course, my good little uh, sister, Tara and Marcella. And, of course, you just heard from the amazing Eric Artel. You know, real quick case study, and then I'm going to go to Marcella, maybe a question here. I have to share this really quickly because if you're on this app, there are certain rooms where where the, some of the biggest entrepreneurs in the world jump in this room literally to battle each other. Now, you would think that they absolutely want to kill each other, and deep down, maybe they do, but I really am coming to realize, and that's why I can I hate being in those rooms sometimes, but I love being in those rooms sometimes because I'm like, are they freaking serious? And I know that part of it, I've come to realize by listening to some of the top branding experts in the world, that if you do not, and I'm not saying you have to be like them, and nor do I necessarily want to be like at that level of kind of being borderline rude or sounding rude. And they think they're being transparent and just, you know, right. But I'm like, why are they going, why are they battling each other Tom, so much? Line, Tom. This is war. You're out of line. I don't know why you're on my stage. Can anybody get rid of Tom Challen? And Nate, rude. please don't cut me off. Super annoying. Nate, just rude. Nate, it's my turn. You had your turn the other day, bro. If you want to go down man, this you, road, did you notice I can take how, him. how I Nate just came at Tom that way? Man, I am busting up laughing. Eric, you know listen to me. <laughs> take it home. Take Eric, it home. I got it. No, no, no. One mic. One mic. One mic. Guys, Tom's talking. Eric. Tom's talking. Tom, yeah, I'm I hilarious. Room and I'm getting triggered. I'm getting triggered, Tom. I'm really getting triggered. I just Good. came on the stage. Go, I was, go I was, create a room about it. Go create oh a room God, about how I'm Nate really triggered you. I'm getting triggered. I don't know. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting triggered. I don't know. Oh, All right. Someone else has been <laughs> in those rooms. I can, I can tell. You've oh got one practice. One mic. <laughs> oh, okay, my we, God. That was funny. All right. I think we should do an intermission. And, and let's go to Marcel real quick. Marcella. Really fast, Marcella, can you give a tip? And then let's finish up with some, uh, I know we, 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 let's spend the next 15 minutes with some questions. By the way, that was really fun. And by the way, we are all joking, maybe, maybe not. All right, who, uh, Marcella, are you there or should we go to questions? Yes, yes, I'm here. Hi, <laughs> everybody, you are really funny, I love it. Um, should I ask question or um, was well, this a segment for Give us a quick okay. tip unless you have a question, but go ahead, I well, want to honor you. I have a tip and amazing. question. Yes, I have a tip and question, Tom. Uh, it it's related to something really funny that happened to me today, and I actually realized that this is the way how can I collect 
phone numbers from my followers. <laughs> it's really bizarre, but I get a phone call this afternoon from my fans, and I'm like, okay, someone someone got a hold of my phone number on TikTok. Um, and then I made a video about it, and I asked my daughter, how could people get my phone number, my followers on TikTok? And without even realizing when I made the video, it was actually a funny video, and I posted it. And before I posted it, my mind said, my intuition said, okay, wait a minute. If I post this, maybe even more followers will get hold of my phone number. And boom, yes, they did. <laughs> but that's okay because like, you know, Nate said, it's about the attention. I get these phone calls after a phone call and I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm not picking up my phone. I got like 12 missed calls. Of course, they were all from, from followers and fans. And it was just funny. And then I realized, wow, Marcella, you can just save these numbers for later. <laughs> You're collecting the phone numbers of your followers from TikTok. So here's my question. How do you guys, because everybody's trying to convert the customers, the followers, um, actually followers before they become customers, um, trying to save and convert the the contact somehow because you know how Facebook just went down, Instagram shut down for for a few hours. Everybody gets like, oh my goodness, where are my followers? So how do you? What is your strategy, guys, to to convert all these incredible followers and fans from TikTok into some tangible contacts? Because it's kind of difficult on TikTok to do that. But does anybody have like a strategy except mine that <laughs> I post a video because I have a business that there is my personal number and, and they just Google it literally and find out. Uh, so my question is, how do you, is there any other strategy that you guys do that would be um, smart and easy to get somehow the contacts from at least email addresses, you know, the email addresses, the 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 most powerful assets that you can build. Um, yeah, that's, I guess that would be my question. When I'm done, I've never done TikToking, but I don't speaking. Great question. Yes, thank you. Great accent. Too. Thank you, thank you. All right, who, anybody want to help out with that one? All right, I'll give a couple quickies and then maybe someone else can jump onto that one. You know what, I totally missed the question, Tom. I don't know why my brain- was <laughs> That's like, okay. It was my let, brain. Let me, let me uh, let me share really quickly, and then I and then I'll turn over to you, Tara, and then I think you'll pick it up. It's real simple. So, how do you convert leads from TikTok? Right, that's the how do you gather people's yes. information? Yes, yes. Uh, there's there's two approaches that I do. The long game for me is kind of like what they call the gorilla approach of just kind of putting a lot of things out there. I'll drive obviously my if I really wanted to get strategic and really, which I haven't done yet, but it still works without even getting real strategic about this. It, and intentional, I mean, is converting your TikToks over to Instagram. And obviously, just the sheer nature of volume will get some to come over, not in as big of, uh, as, as much as I thought. But once they, I like, and again, it's the longer game. Once you get them from TikTok to Instagram, that's where you really, they really get to know you. I can't tell you how many people are following me on Instagram and help my Instagram grow, but people get to know, like, and trust me. And I do a lot more call to actions on Instagram, but you can do the same thing on TikTok, where you, you, provide in my view 90 plus percent content entertainment education and then every once in a while it's like hey by the way i'm doing this free thing or i'm giving away this blah 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 or hey come check out this like if i my wife and i run an app a team 
of amazing women that sell amazing buttery soft athleisure wear. So we'll do a video on athleisure that's kind of a trending video or a fun video. And I'll never forget our first time that we did this on TikTok specifically. We're like, hey, and if you want to learn how we can bribe you to take your first order, I don't remember exactly what we said, but a simple kind of fun call to action. We said, hey, DM me right now on Instagram. And we got 300 DMs on Instagram. I had my daughter do the same exact thing. We got 300 more leads on her uh, TikTok. I mean, and so you can, if you build enough following of people that like you, no matter what kind of, that's the thing I learned about non-niche, because um, mine is not necessarily a perfect micro niche, that if people know you and they follow you and you do have something that can convert to a lot of followers, then you could do a call to action on almost anything. And let me just be specific on this too, and I don't talk about this enough, that even if it's not your ideal clients, but you have a, an account that's growing, I still have... 10, 20, 30% of my ideal clients, and maybe 70% aren't, but the 70% that aren't not my ideal client, maybe they're younger, maybe not the demographic for what my wife and I share in our product with athleisure and other things that we do, that it still really helps getting our name out there. It really helps boost our videos across all channels once you get some uh, momentum. So people always say metrics don't matter. Those are usually people who don't have any metrics to matter, and it does matter. So, Tara, what do you want to share about how to convert leads and sales from your TikTok and maybe Instagram Reels? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with a with a CTA, with a call to action. Call to actions are really important, and call to actions don't always have to be about your specific product or your opportunity. Call to actions can be just for people to engage with you as well and get used to doing call to actions with you. So you can do like a fun call to action where you um, – like I did, uh, it was a Trump voice the other day say about the one where he's like approving the drug or he's going to take the drug. And I did it with a Celsius can, I love Celsius, you know, and you could do a call to action where you're like, if you, you know, if you're also caffeine addicted, pop a coffee emoji in the comments, right? That's a call to action. That's silly. It's not really converting leads per se, but it's growing engagement. People are having fun and then they're going to come back. So um, yeah, you want to get them over to Instagram though, because Tom, this is something I was actually going to ask you, but from my knowledge, is there not any voice memoing on TikTok? There's, is there's, there's not, there's no voice memo memoing. On no. TikTok, right. Okay. No. And the message feature doesn't really work unless you're following them anyways. Right, Eric? Yeah. TikTok DMs are really, uh, ineffective. Really ineffective for business. That's what I thought. Okay, so you want to move them over to Instagram so that you can voice memo them, so that you can have a conversation with them, so that you can they can kind of see you on different platforms. But yeah, so I I basically was just redundant and said what Tom said. But have fun with your call to action. I did a call to action on Instagram the other day where I um, had a bunch of women dancing really silly and goofy, and I just said drop you know that emoji with the guy with the glasses and the mustache. He's <laughs> he's got like the anyway. I said drop this emoji in the comments if you want to join this silly team, and it worked. It totally worked, and I, it started conversation about what the team is, if nothing else. So I hope that helps. I can answer. Sorry, I've been like sitting here listening and driving, so I didn't know if I had good service. Um, Yes, who else can that. go next? We need to get someone else to go next. I'm just kidding, Brooke. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I know, like, I'm, 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 I'm in the I potato like, matrix. <laughs> Good to hear from you, Brooke, and then, and then Eric. Glad you're here, glad you're here. I, I'm, always, I'm always here, I just always, like, you know, I live in the boondocks, so um, that's not the right word. 
So if I cut in and out, just sorry about that. Um, I'm taking a different approach because I just had, um, I, I'm really working on this like ba crypto basics uh, for women, like a course, but it's going to be like a, I don't even know right now, like a webinar kind of thing month or weekly. And so I literally just, you know, and I've been able to cultivate this. This doesn't happen for everybody, but I just got in my car saying, you know, hey, I want to uh, do this, you know, teach you about crypto and, and because of the um, the situation last week when I did my talk um, and somebody came up to me and said, you know, would this be good for women who are maybe in a difficult situation that need to get out of a relationship, um, how to utilize crypto to sort of hide their money? And um, I it got like 67,000 views and there's like 500 comments. So I was, I was going to hire somebody to go in the comments because I've been successful with um, in the past with my, with my consulting business, engaging with them on the comments, because it's just right there. It's where they showed their interest. And, um, it kind of shows that like, I'm, I'm watching or I'm listening to what they're saying in the comments. And then I just, the link in my bio goes where I want them to go. And, and I can change that out to like an email list, but I'm thinking maybe, it, you know, because I wasn't really doing a lot of Instagram until I got on Clubhouse. So maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's a, a less less of a time suck. But I feel like it's right there in right when they showed their interest. Um, you know, all of these people like, yes, I would take that literally saying I would take that course. And so I want to, like, give them the least amount of of uh, of steps to take. Um, I don't know. But I, I do know so, engaging in the comments has been really so Brooke, Okay, so Brooke, you are suggesting that it's better to do it right in the comment section on TikTok and having that website on your uh, TikTok profile, having them to go directly there to the website and having that pop-up window where you, you know, collect the email addresses. That way you at least get an email address if they decide to leave the website. So that's, that would be better strategy, I guess. Because I feel like if you start transferring the people to Instagram and other social media, it's a little too more time-consuming and more steps. Right. That's what I mean is that it, in the past it's been easy for, for me because, um, you know, I don't – I haven't had like a, a – I don't sell product or a, like a small ticket – um, items. So it was just easier because all I really needed was, you know, 10 or 10 or 20 out of who, however many people were interested to, um, to get on the phone call and, and be able to, you know, get them into my, um, consulting business or web development business. So this is going to be different because it's going to be more of a, a smaller ticket, I guess. So, but in, so my point is in the past, I've been able to do that just in the comments, like, you know, have a little bit of a conversation and then take it offline. This is a little different. Now there's 500 comments to answer. And I'm not sure if doing it in the comments is going to be time efficient for me or my assistant. Um, so I'm, I, I'm still testing. That's why I'm here, too, is to learn from everybody else. Um, just in the past, that's been really in my opinion, the close, the quickest way is a straight line, right? So if they're already there and they're already engaged in the video um, and you go in and comment, then they're like, oh, this person is um, interested in what I have to say in the comments kind of thing, you know?
Man, that was awesome, Brooke. I actually have a really good idea, and then uh, we're going to finish up with anybody else who wants to share on that one before this, the show wraps up. I just decided I'm going to see if anybody, if Eric or Haley or Brooke, you or anybody that's really good at call to actions, there, I was literally thinking there are about seven different ways to get call to actions, and the way you do it matters. Like, like if you have enough influence, you can get people to jump through four or five hoops. If you don't, you might want to go this way, like what Brooke was talking. You could do it a lot of different ways. You could use community. You could use tech broadcasting. You could use capture pages. You could, so anyways, if you want a master class, I'm going to pull together some friends, and we're going to do a Zoom or maybe do it here, maybe even. Just put, Just DM me right now, okay? If you have any kind of product you want to get out to the marketplace and make your influence matter, DM me right now, CTA for call to action, CTA, DM me on Instagram or here on this app too, because I can DM you back, but just, and then I'm going to go to your Instagram too, just, and then I'll follow you. I follow everybody that, that, that hits me up on Instagram and then I'll, I'll put you to the list and we'll do a call to action masterclass for like 30 minutes to an hour, just solid gold on call to action. Maybe we'll do it in the social media room. I'll talk to Nate and see if you want to do it here or somewhere else. But just let me know that you want to be on that interest list, and we'll do it right now. Eric, did you want to share? Yeah, sure. Uh, really quick, I think that's – got that's, one minute, buddy. That, that's a great idea, Tom. It's a great idea. I, I think this goes into the world of like sales funnels too, which I know Nate is a master at. One of the things that we've done for our improv thing is we, we, we just have people go directly to – you're right. The fewer clicks they can do, the better. So if you have something, an event already set up, they can just go pre-register for it. Or you have a landing page where they can just go stick their email in. Even if they're just interested in something, you can share that link with them in a DM and and just give them one click. And so then, and then they put in their email address. It's so critical for capturing people. I was just going to say about call to actions. And if we're going to do something like that, that's great. Calls to action are so important you cannot expect people to dive deep into your stuff and and try to figure out how they can what they should do or what you what you want them to do if you want them to do something you have to do a call to action the greatest youtubers in the world ones that i consult with ones that i teach etc they in their youtube videos right off the bat they tell people to subscribe to like to share you have to tell people to do things, particularly in the world of social media. Attention span is too flighty. So if you want somebody to do something, you have to, have to, have to tell them to do it. Um, you can't expect that they're just going to do it, at least a large number of them. So the greatest, the most viral, effective YouTubers in the world do very explicit calls to action. I think it's a great model for everyone to follow. I'm done. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the short form video show with the social media show with the breakfast of champions and Nate Forrest and Glenn Lundy. Nate, I'm going to turn over the transition to you. Good buddy. Even though you yelled at me and I'm hurt. I'm butt hurt. Tom, I love you. Even though, uh, you know what, maybe we should start a war room and go after each other and uh, build our followings and uh, create some energy. Ooh, war, tension. war. No, but guys, this has been the social media show. Uh, thank you, Sue Zimmerman, Tom Challen for uh, teaching us how to make better short form videos. But we are in the Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club. And uh, each day starts off at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, bringing you motivation, education and inspiration from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern. And then we uh, jump over here in the social media show where we uh, want to bring you tactics, strategies from people that are getting 
results, making things happen, moving the needle in the marketplace, getting results in business. So we hope we've added a little bit of value. Join us tomorrow uh, back in the Breakfast of Champions room at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for some more motivation, education, and inspiration. And then back here, the social media show will be back at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for Social Audio Wednesday. We'll start off the day with Alexander and then uh, myself. I'll bring in some guests, and we'll talk about the power of social audio. We'll continue a conversation about wisdom, of course, Clubhouse. But we'll find out who's getting results over on Wisdom. I know Sue Zimmerman's been crushing it over there, having lots of good talks, and uh, along with my friend Whitney Kay and several others. So many people are just crushing Wisdom. Uh, Tom, I don't know how much time you're spending over there, but maybe maybe we need to jump over there and have a talk today, talk about some marketing and some attention getting. But, uh, guys, there's uh, really no other place where you can get, uh, you know, 80 to 100 thought leaders each day with a variety of experience and approaches approaches across multiple industries as well as different political and ideological beliefs. They all come together. It's not about, you know, the differences here in the Breakfast of Champions Club. It's about leaders coming together in one place because our goal is to help you succeed. I said it from day one of the social media show. Our goal is to help you gain clarity on the steps that you can take in your business to help you move forward. And so if you're finding value in this room along with the other Breakfast of Champions room, we want you to do one thing. Go share the Breakfast with Champions podcast with one person or maybe on your social media profile. You can find the Breakfast with Champions podcast by doing a search for Breakfast with Champions over on Spotify or Apple. Or you can join us at breakfastwithchampions.live and you can find uh, links to all the social media uh, platforms as well as the link to the the podcast over at breakfastwithchampions.live. Click on the top link, subscribe to the podcast, and pick any favorite episode that you may have missed or you just want to go back and listen to it again and text it to a friend or share it on your social media. So with that said, guys, today is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I hope you guys will too. If you need anything, shoot me a DM. If you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, uh, anything you'd like for us to cover in future social media show episodes, shoot me a DM. And uh, with that said, guys, I appreciate you all being here. We'll be back tomorrow. You guys be blessed. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.